There are three words you need to say with me right now. You ready? I don't know. Now, how hard is it for you to say that? Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Do you know, Pastor? I don't know. I don't know. How hard is it for you to say that? I... Can, can you help me? Don't... don't. No. 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 Good job. No. Is that N-O or K-N-O? Now, have you ever been around w. somebody who said two words? I know. Yeah. And that's all they said. Yeah. Yeah. And even when they didn't say it, they were saying it. <laughs> Sometimes it's worse when they act it and they don't just say it. They just, oh, I know, I know. The know-it-all. Seriously, though, have you ever talked to somebody and you, you, you don't even have, you don't even have your entire sentence out and they're like, yeah, 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 I know. It's like, no, 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 you don't actually. You, You don't know. Just let me finish. The sooner you realize that you don't know everything. Oh about uh, anything i was talking to a pastor friend last night and i said you know the longer i go it seems like the less i know yeah yeah something about the word of god i don't, I don't think that there's any other book that i've read that is like that mm-hmm. but the more you read it and the more you dive into it mm-hmm. the more you discover about it and it, and it makes you look at what you thought you knew before you discovered what you just found out. I remember Brother Tipton preaching about revelation. Yeah. Talking about lightning and how oh, yeah. at times yeah. when the lightning goes off and then you see in the, in the field that there's a tree there and you see all this stuff that yep. it was always there. Brief illumination. But you didn't know it was there. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah, exactly. So powerful. Exactly. And then you can go all the way the other way where people who don't know anything are no more fun to be around. Yeah, then there's that. Right, so... We, we really haven't interviewed that many of those, though. <laughs> <laughs> there's one guy that could... I'm not, I'm not going there. I almost started. Oh! <clears throat> yeah. I love you, brother Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, like everything, we seem to talk about the balance... We're not going to be bashing education today. No. We're not bashing trying to understand. No, if you think we are, you need to listen to previous Mm -hmm. episodes where we have applauded Mm -hmm. and encouraged the uh, creation of apostolic content from an educated, formal standpoint. And we have a Christian school, and we encourage our kids to go to post-secondary, and we encourage everybody to be the best that they can be. That's right. That's That's not what we're talking about when we speak about knowledge at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I really truly believe that the the apostolic movement Mm -hmm. is is in better shape than it's ever been Mm -hmm. as it relates to formalized or the formalizing of our doctrinal positions. Right, yeah. There's got to be a way that we can use the age of information that we're living in, yeah, to not tear apart our doctrines. You know, right. as we become woke, 
it should <laughs> it should reinforce what we believe in yeah not tear it down right right but i think a huge uh a huge hinge pin on this mm -hmm. whole discussion is mm -hmm. that you've got to have the revelation yes that's the lightning yeah that you don't need to know everything right and that there are some things in this walk with God, which is why it is called mm. a walk by faith mm -hmm. that you'll never understand and you don't need to know. Yeah. I, I don't need to know everything. Mm -hmm. And I have to I have to trust that when God has not revealed to me everything. Mm-hmm as it relates to life, as it relates to ministry, as it relates to relationships, trials, tribulations. If he hasn't told me why, it's okay. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Just, just, it's okay to not know some oh, things. It's really hard to hear though at times. You know, and, 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 and we really dive into it quickly when we, when we get into the whole you know, why did this child of God die and God healed? Definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it becomes if you're real. not careful, it will shipwreck your faith. Mm -hmm. The pursuit of finding answers for all questions denies the need for God and the, and the need to walk with God. Mm -hmm. There are some, there are some, Okay, let, let's say it this way. Jesus is the answer, even though he doesn't give all answers. Yeah, yeah. So continue to walk with him when you don't know. Is it fair to say that, and let's talk about natural things. So you go into a restaurant that you've always eaten at, mm -hmm. you know, and they make the best chicken parm. I'm not talking about you, Pepino, if you're listening. and I know he listens, so... <laughs> Uh, what are you talking about, Olive Garden? <laughs> <laughs> Microwave Garden, I heard yeah. one guy call it. <laughs> so, <you clears throat> what, what is that ad? What's the ad on Sirius XM Radio where they talk about uh, Mama Mancini's meatballs? Yeah. Is that, yeah. yeah. You just imagine you can hear the cellophane ripping. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So, you go into the restaurant and you. For some reason, one thing at least I know, like I've this has happened to me, you know, in my life as a as a full time paramedic, I've been called to restaurants to uh, work on staff, and when you come in the staff entrance of a restaurant, ah, uh, uh, sure you know talk where I'm about going it. with this. Yeah, I've seen it both ways, but just to illustrate the point, you come into the restaurant, and it's just a little dirtier than you're comfortable with. <sighs> At that moment of time, I wish I would not have been made aware of that knowledge. <laughs> yes. Because now the next yes. time I come in... It affects the product. It ruins you. Right. Right. So, God created us in his image. Yep. And he did not create uh, an ignorant duplicate mm -hmm. of himself no no that's right right he created an intellectual mm -hmm. 
being. Definitely. In fact, in fact, it's a being that has reason and the ability to reason. Yeah, he says, oh, you come up with the names for them, Adam. Yeah. You can do this. Yeah. And even in our fallen condition, he's still, he's entreating that side of us. Mm. Come, mm. let us reason together. Together. Yeah. together. Let, us, let us interact. The relationship between the creator and the created is one that is established on reason. <clears throat> it is, it is a... A, uh, and this is going to seem like a strong word, but it is a demonic ploy mm -hmm. that the adversary has used from the beginning to to try to sell you the idea that God's going to try to keep you in the dark, right? About anything pertinent to your future, He will not keep you ignorant about anything that will contribute to your demise. So good, He mm -hmm. reveals to us what we need. I believe that is why he wants to be our daily bread. Mm -hmm. Don't stockpile the manna, Israel. That's right. That's right. Get up in the morning, and what you need to face the day, you're going to have the knowledge base for that. Does that, does that make sense? The yeah, well, I'm, and I, as you're talking, I'm hearing the carnal reasoning that always says, well, why would God do this, and why would God do that? And right. That's that quest to flip over all of the stones. Right. Right. You know? Right. So, hey, let, let's, let's look at a scripture right here, because this is a good, a good chance to put it in. Romans 16 and 17. Here we go. Romans chapter 16 and verse number 17. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. Which ye have learned. Mm -hmm. I think that screams of its own volition that, that, that there's, this is a learned lifestyle. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yep. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. But their own belly. Wow. Okay, that's key. Their own belly. Go ahead. And by good words and fair speeches, deceive the hearts of the simple. There is a subtility mm -hmm. to their conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. Ooh. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf. But yet I would have you wise unto that which is good. There it is. And simple concerning evil. So there's some things we just don't need to know. Mm -hmm. Curiosity does kill the cat. Mm -hmm. So uh, there are certain... Uh, I don't need to dive into the dirty details of a lot of moral issues. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Okay. It's just, yep. it's just better that I don't understand that. Yeah. If I need to understand that, God will show me that. We're going to come back to this uh, throughout the next few moments discussing this. But God is not against knowledge. He no. just wants to be the source of your knowledge. Yeah. He wants to be where you look. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So this is key when it says stuff like this, that they don't serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but they're own belly 
appetite driven. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then by good words and fair speech, they deceive the hearts of the simple. So you literally can take what Paul is writing to the Roman church and, 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 and adjust the transparency of mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. And, and lay it over mm-hmm. the Garden of Eden. All right. All right. As an overlay, mm-hmm. and you literally see Paul addressing in detail what is happening in Rome. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like it's lifted off of the garden experience. Yeah, the fall of mankind. The fall of mankind. So think mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve. It mm-hmm. starts with Eve, which, rolling it back a bit farther, starts with a conversation. Yes. By a beast that is more subtle. Yeah. Than any other beast of the field. Yep. Carefully crafting words. He lets on like he knows a whole lot. Sure, and that you don't know much. Right, that's right. Right, he establishes a hierarchy of knowledge. <clears throat> totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, albeit false. And then ascribes an ulterior motive mm-hmm. behind why you were created. Yeah, with those gaps. Exactly. Those those information gaps. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So God done this so He could control you, Eve. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he appeals the same way that Paul said that they don't serve the Lord Jesus Christ, but they serve their own belly. He appeals to appetite. Mm -hmm. He says, now go ahead and consume this piece of fruit, Eve, because there's knowledge Mm. in this. And so then Paul breaks it down a step farther and says, look, we we need to keep the categories right. Yeah. Be knowledgeable to that which is wise. Simple. Concerning that which is evil. Concerning that which is evil. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is just this is just simply my 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 posturing at this point, and I, I I wouldn't draw swords with anybody about it. But I do not personally believe that when Eve was standing looking at that tree with the carefully crafted words still ringing in her ears. Mm-hmm. I don't believe she saw two different kinds of fruit on that tree. Okay. It's so like the big... tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I don't believe there was good fruit and evil fruit. If there would have been, I believe that the narrative by the spin master would have been entirely different. Just consume the good fruit and ignore yeah, that's right. The black fruit. Eat mm-hmm. the red stuff and ignore the black stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay? I really think that more than that the truth that the, the, the fruit was poisoned and not poisoned, I believe it was it was something that you had to eat that more than likely didn't contaminate you by reason of the 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 the, the chemistry of the fruit, but it revealed Yes. Okay. About you, who you were. It revealed more about the consumer mm-hmm. than it contaminated the consumer. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that make yep. sense? Yep. Gotcha. It, because they didn't eat nakedness. They ate fruit and it revealed nakedness. Yeah. Clothes didn't fall off them after they eat the fruit. Right. It just let them know that it, they were already. Totally. It exposed the vulnerability. That's what knowledge does. Right. It exposes the vulnerabilities of the consumer. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and you say, "Boy, I wish I wouldn't have known that." Oh, okay. and and once you know something, you can't unknow it. Never. 
You can never unknow it. We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here, but that is the danger of gossip and slander and yes. or even if something's true. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Even if something's true, be careful who you tell. Yeah, if I don't need to know that, don't say that because that will affect how I see that person. You can never unknow it. Mm -hmm. You can never unknow it. If I confide in in you, man, this is this is one of my struggles. This is one of my. Yeah. And you need someone to talk to. But that doesn't need to be put on social mm -hmm. media. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because from that moment on, that knowledge affects everybody that was exposed to it. Mm. So that piece of fruit that she ate, and by extension, gave it to Adam and he ate, it revealed about them. Th this is this is this is your this is your problem. Um, oh here's boy. while we're while we're talking about things that 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 are are, are not doctrinal in nature. Again, mm. let me add another one. I read something very interesting uh, from the Torah anthology mm -hmm. as it relates to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. Again, this is just throwing it on the table for consideration. Sure. Do it. They are of the persuasion, the rabbis that were writing this, that the tree itself was forbidden. But the fruit was okay to be consumed once it fell from the tree. Hmm. By parsing the actual Hebraic mm -hmm. expression that is used, do not eat of the tree, of the tree, that it denoted an actual removing of the tree, from of the fruit yep. from the tree, mm -hmm. which puts humanity in the driver's seat. When I want knowledge, I'll go pick it. You're picking your own, yeah. Right. Mm. The reality is, is by divine decree, when it falls, it's all right to be consumed because that's God's way of giving you what you need. That's just a 50 cent what it's worth. The overall discussion of that, be that as it may, the overall discussion, and this is fact, is that we know Adam walked with God in the cool of the day. Adam was created in the image of God, mm -hmm. but Adam did not know everything. Yeah, for sure. He was walking with an omniscient being, a being that knew everything. God has no blind spots, okay? He knows it all. He knows it all. Yep. And he came and he walked with Adam in the cool of the day. This is where I believe revelation came to Adam. This is how Adam can figure things out. Right. Talking to God. Talking to God. Yeah. And God built it that way, not to keep, he, he did not forbid the consumption of fruit mm. of, of, of the tree of knowledge mm. to keep Adam in the dark. He wanted Adam to come to him to be the source. So when Adam walked with God, he was walking with the sum total of knowledge. The sum total of science. Absolutely. Omniscience. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Okay? Man. Why would you give up on that? Okay? The reason that God was so offended mm-hmm. with the disobedience, beyond the fact that it was disobedience, I believe the reason God was so offended by the choice of Adam and Eve to go to that tree was because they were forsaking the entirety of knowledge for partiality. Let me let me explain. Unless you eat all of the fruit off of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you don't get the entire package. Yeah, and I would say every season there's more there. Right. Mm-hmm. It's ongoing. Mm-hmm. So when you pull that piece of fruit off of the tree, you are consuming that segment of knowledge, that fragmented piece of knowledge. You eat one apple, you don't eat the whole apple You de- You don't eat the whole tree. When you're walking with God, you're yeah. walking with the sum total mm-hmm. of everything. It's kind of like uh, I'm not a puzzle guy. <laughs> and it's for this very reason. You know, you look at these intricate 5,000-piece puzzles. My grandmother does them. Yeah. They're horrific. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> there's 150 pieces, and they're all blue because it's all sky, and there's no clouds, but they're all just different shapes. And you spend afternoon after afternoon after afternoon plugging pieces that all are very close to the same. They're all similar. Mm-hmm. When we're dealing with knowledge as a child of God, we've got to understand because we are now we're now in that polarity between walking with God for revelation and a, a, acquiring fragmented pieces of knowledge from the tree Mm -hmm. at best we're getting pieces and it is fundamental even when you're debating even when you're in a confrontation even when you're counseling remember sir you never have all the pieces just because you ate a piece of the fruit doesn't mean you have the whole idea you've got one piece and just because you can take this piece and all of a sudden you found one that it yeah, that fits. That's yeah, that must be right. Yeah. Now I know I I can I can walk away and paint the whole mosaic. Let's make a doctrine out no, of that. No, you can't. No. I don't believe we'll ever understand the fullness mm-hmm. of what we've been through in life until we are with him who is perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once again, we have got to go back to walking with God. Wow. And as he deems it necessary, he'll reveal to me what I need to make it through what I'm going through today. Just a little too smart. That that adds so much power to the gospel when you think that God knows everything about me, and yet he would die for me. Yeah. He does know everything. He does. And that is really the weight of what happened in the garden. Like if we, mm-hmm. if we're not careful and we just make it about obedience, disobedience, we can kind of regulate it, regulate it to a, a struggle that Adam and Eve had. 
Yeah, yeah, it's not about us. Yeah, yeah, we're just dealing with the fallout. No, we're we are we're, we're doing the same. We're thing. at the same point. <laughs> and here's what happened: Adam and Eve literally outsmarted Eden. Hmm. It is possible to get too smart for paradise. The moment you're consuming elements of knowledge, you're wise to that which is evil and simple to that which is good. You reverse it. You lose the ability. The, and, and may I even say, this way I understand Adam and Eve probably would have been content to remain there, but in a fallen, in a fallen world, people lose the contentment yeah. of being in the church. That's right. Because they know too much. You literally get too smart for paradise. You outsmart Eden. You outsmart the garden. Yeah, it's not just theory at this point. We've seen it, right? We've seen it repeatedly, and we we talked about this just a moment ago. Mm. But I, I believe more people backslide and walk away from God because they know too much. Yeah, exactly right. Than people that walk away. Because they don't know. Because they don't know. I believe that. Because they can't handle the knowledge. They can't handle it. So you're telling me the guy that's leading service? Yeah. struggled with this yeah what's he doing here the usher done what mm -hmm. right yeah too much knowledge and 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 the weight of it the structure of mankind cannot handle the the level of knowledge that is there we're not really built to handle it we're not built to handle that and there's a whole discussion that could be had at this point about the the different let's use a scientific expression, molecular makeup mm -hmm. of a man of God versus just a child of God. And that's, mm -hmm. That sounds kind of demeaning. I'm not meaning it that way. But but the man of God, there's something about Moses' makeup that can handle the mountain yeah, when everybody exactly. else in Israel can't. So there's a fence around the bottom, don't touch the mountain. Mm -hmm. Why? He's a man, I'm a man. There's a special shroud of anointing that enables him to bear up under the weight yeah. of the knowledge he's exposed to the knowledge yes yes and so when that gets out that's why as a pastor i don't talk there's some things i don't even talk to my wife about that i am made not because my wife uh wouldn't be able to handle uh the the Mm -hmm. confidentiality confidentiality associated with it and all that but but it's the weight of just the knowledge she doesn't need it mm -hmm. yeah there's stuff i don't want to know there's stuff that you can't know yep and i wish i would have never went in that restaurant okay Ugh. deuteronomy 29 and 29 is is like mm -hmm. it it, it it verbalizes exactly what we're talking about right here do it deuteronomy 29 and 29. 29 29 says the secret things belong oh, unto the lord our god oh god but those things which are revealed oh. belong unto us oh. and to our children forever there are some things that god wants to keep in his pocket there are some cards that he keeps close to his chest and if he hasn't showed you yet it's for a reason so you don't need to go trying to discover what God is not revealing. Oh, my. 
discovered truths must never be confused with revealed truths. They're not the same. Hmm. They are not the same. Revelation is not the same as discovery. And you can find answers to things that will ultimately pull you out of paradise. Wow. When God pulls that card out of his pocket and goes, all right, Derek, you can handle this now. Then he knows there's something about your maturity. There's something about your relationship. There's something about the fact that you've been walking with me long enough that you can handle what I'm fixing to tell you. We miss that sometimes when we read the Bible because we know the story. Yeah. So I think it robs us of putting ourselves in the shoes of some of those biblical characters. Right. Who, you know. Right. The children of Israel didn't know that there was going to be a Red Sea coming up. And we just automatically. Yeah. We see it. Yeah. So then you can say, well, why are they questioning and why are they? Well, because we know more right now. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. I think, I, I think that Paul, the apostle is that perfect hybrid of what we're talking about. He sat at the feet of Gamaliel. He learned from the best. Yeah, very studied. Very, very studied. studied. Read, his, read his book. We're still trying our best to get a grasp. Mm-hmm. We, we, we hit some stuff in our last episode about, you know, when I would do good, evil is present with me, and yeah. I find within me a law. I mean, he's writing on another level. He was into the weeds for right, sure on right. some of that stuff, yeah. And do you know what he would say repeatedly? I'm not coming to you with enticing words of men's wisdom. That's right. That's right. I'm not pursuing an appetite-driven, ambition-fueled pursuit of knowledge. But I am coming to you in a demonstration Mm -hmm. of the power of what I'm talking about. So not only was he learned, but he was caught into the third heaven where he was exposed to things that were unlawful for him to even utter. He, he, he experienced revelation and he chose to come to the church with revelation. So he mastered, he mastered the ability of when to use learned knowledge and when to use revealed knowledge. Yeah. Because at times he would become as those around him to win them. Yeah. He didn't just flout all of this academia at them. I powerful stuff, man. I, and I I know this is not unique to, to me and any pastor, uh, counselor, family member has tried to really help somebody that's trying to, 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 to that's grappling with the whys. Mm-hmm. Why did this happen? Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. How, how do you, have, have you ever been in that awkward? It's yes, like, sir. I, I don't know. I, you can ask questions to someone that there isn't an answer for. Oh, talk to a kid. <laughs> Right, a child can ask a question that you can't answer. Dinesh D'Souza has a book entitled "God Forsaken," which is entirely that. Which is it's it's not really a spiritual book by any stretch, but it's just mm. talking about, you know, there are things that as humans we don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
and and Job thought he had a great line of questions. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's going through he's going through loss. He's lost all of his kids. He's lost his businesses. He's lost his exactly. livestock. And it's like, boy, do I have some questions for God now? And so when he starts tripping down through them, mm-hmm. God goes, "Oh, just I have a few questions for you." The lightning goes off, and Job suddenly sees all of the stuff that's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a there's a there's a warehouse up there full of hail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Morning stars that were in the choir. Really? Never heard of that before. Wow. Another level. Another level. Another level, because God knows it all. And while we're grappling with the fragments, if we're not careful, we'll be tempted to go to the tree instead of walk with God. And so when you don't know, walk with God. Mm. Mm. Don't try to discover it at the tree, but walk with he who is not fragmented, but walk with he who is complete, who is whole. I would rather die with an unanswered question than to try to live with one that I got from the tree. Oh, my a wow. discovered answer, a discovered answer is more dangerous than an unrevealed one. There's just times you got to walk by faith. Man, those are heavy words. You got to walk by faith. I, I don't understand why you have cancer. I, I don't understand why you lost the child. I can't explain to you why you were abused as a child, mm-hmm. but I can tell you God loves you. And I can tell you that there may be a day that God will pull that card out of his pocket. Mm -hmm. And it's a secret that God has right now. But if he's not choosing to reveal it to you, walk with him by faith. That's right. Walk with him by faith. Don't choose the fragmented pieces and forsake walking with the whole. Would you rather know and then it destroy you because you can't handle it? Well, uh, okay. Okay. Here's here's another here's another aspect to what you just said. First Corinthians, I think it might be chapter 14. eight. No, chapter eight, first says. Okay, now as touching things offered unto yeah. idols, we know that we all have knowledge. We know. <laughs> knowledge puffeth up. There it is. But charity edifieth. Knowledge puffeth up. Absolutely no delineation between good knowledge, evil knowledge. Just knowledge. Just knowledge in general. The more you know, the more you grow. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Or swell. Mm -hmm. Knowledge puffeth up. So So are you seeing are you saying bigger people are more knowledgeable? Boy, you know a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Can I quote you on that? Did you just say that? Oh man. (laughs) Honk your horn if you see a knowledgeable person at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Run up to them. I've got a few things to ask you. You look like you would know a lot. (laughs) Knowledge, get back on track, boy. Knowledge puffeth up. Okay. There is there is something about the attributes of knowledge. Mm. You must be careful. We've got to be careful. Can I handle the amount of puffing up what I'm fixing to learn will give me? Mm-hmm. Okay? Let, let me let me just throw this in there because we've already qualified mm-hmm. that we're not against formalized education. And, That's right. Okay? That's right. But 
I read this and this was this was funny. John Wesley was asked, and, and a statement was made to him, your church won't prosper. It won't go on. And he, he, he said, why? The man said, you don't have a single doctrine in the whole range of your preachers. And Wesley replied, our theology isn't sick enough to need a doctor. <laughs> Drop the mic. Drop the mic and walk away. <laughs> I wish John Wesley had Twitter. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, there's something about knowledge in our pursuit to be able to articulate our doctrine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't risk becoming too puffed up. So the, the human... Our doctrine's not sick. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. The foolishness of preaching. Yeah. Because when revelation happens, right? When revelation happens, that's another that that, that that's that's another monkey altogether. When you get a revelation, mm-hmm. there's a there's a there's a dimension of conviction that comes with that. So, but when you're learning something, mm. when you're learning something, so let's let's unpack this a bit more. This is where you were going, First Corinthians thirteen. Mm-hmm. We've got to know this. We got to know this. That, verse 9, we know in part. In part. We never know in full. Now, we talked about this a bit, a bit ago. But but you never know all the details. I don't care who gets to you with the narrative first. Yeah, exactly. Right. They're never right. giving you it all. Even if you are 16 years old, you don't know everything. I can remember I had a friend growing up and whoever got to him first formed his opinion. And that was it? And that was it. And I can remember going, yeah, but but there's holes in that. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Whoever got to him first, I've tried my best and I pray that God gives me wisdom as a pastor mm-hmm. because invariably somebody's going to get to you first. So it is my responsibility to keep this in the forefront of my mind. I'm dealing with pieces at best. Perspectives. Knowledge we only know in part, okay? But this is interesting that we prophesy in part. We prophesy in part. We don't even know everything that God is revealing to us. It's segmented. It's it's mm-hmm. in particle form. It's the classic case that you you mentioned a few moments ago that we know in part that we're coming out of Egypt, mm-hmm. but we don't know we got to go through the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So is the prophecy in part God speaking along the way? Right. Is that it? Right. Yeah. So it requires that you walk with Him and keep listening to what I'm doing. Right. If you miss Joseph. one of you miss one of the words. Yeah. If you miss one of the words, Abraham, you kill your son. Well, then there's that. <laughs> Boom. So you followed a word up the mountain. Yep. Yep. But you only know in part. Yep. The next word he gives you saves the boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't be so locked into what you know in part that you miss the next part. You got to walk with God. Mm -hmm. Joseph, I'm telling you, the sheaves are going to bow down. Mm 
the stars are going to bow down. But he doesn't see the pits. That wasn't the whole thing. Though. That was in part. He doesn't see the pits. Hey, does anybody remember the Paul palaces. Harvey? Yeah. The rest of the story. Exactly. So that's why you need a pastor. And that's why you come back to church. And that's why mm-hmm. you pray every day. And you read your Bible. Mm-hmm. Because even though God prophesied something into your life, and he prophesied it into existence, you still don't have the whole picture. You're still dealing with one blue piece of a puzzle, and you're looking for another piece for it to fit into. Read. There's more. But when that which is perfect is come. Oh, there it is. Then that which is in part shall be done away. So when the temperature of the day starts to drop and the evening comes on, Adam, and the voice of God once again comes walking to you in the cool of the day. You're walking with he who has the whole picture. Perfection. Perfection. Mm -hmm. Why would you forsake that for a piece of fruit? Mm -hmm. When if you'll wait till tonight, you'll wait till the evening, he'll tell you, Adam, put this piece with this piece. (gasps) And it solves all of the other pieces that are just... D- lay it in a laying in a disheveled heap all around and all of a sudden it's like oh, oh so now that one goes with that and that one goes with that and it's because he pulled a secret out of his pocket and the moment that he pulls it out get this the secrets belong to god but the moment the revelations they belong to you he'll give it to you yep this lies in so well with john one where in the beginning was the word yeah and without him was not anything made yeah it's yeah if yeah. i would just learn to wait till I can walk with God to get that answer. Yeah. Okay, and what you've just described is that gap between what you know and what you don't know. And that's where this thing called faith holds you. Man, we could go off right now on conspiracies. Oh. Because it's in our nature to fill. The gap. The gap, right? Exactly right. We we know one fact. Yep. And we build an entire, an entire doctrine Mm -hmm. to to lay a theological term on it Mm -hmm. based off of one fact why because we've we we know one fact and we've and we've got a destination and we we've got to build a bridge between what we know got to get over it yeah and and all of the things we don't know we've got to get there have you ever noticed those who peddle the conspiracies are just they always portray you telling me you're not an alex jones fan (laughs) let me just finish my point (laughs) Love you, Alex. I'm not sure he's a listener. I yeah. hate to break it. You don't you. take his vitamins? I uh, know. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard that laughing, that guy's laughing, crying, whatever it is he does. Yeah. It's pathetic. Anyways, <laughs> the people who peddle conspiracies always portray themselves as being just a little smarter than you. Exactly. They always talk down. They're just a little woke. Right. And they have all the answers of why right. that happened. Right. Because I say, how could those two World Trade Center buildings fall? Weren't they engineered? You know, and I don't want to cross, you know, with Easy. our listeners or whatever. JFK was shot. Right. It's quite a shot. Right. I, right. I'm content to say, I don't know how it happened. Right. But here's the problem. When that comes into the realm of 
a finite being grappling mm. with the infiniteness of God. It's really nasty, doesn't Ooh. it? That's why the atheist goes, are you telling me you really believe yeah. that all the animals fit on the ark? Mm -hmm. And then he spends hours if the elephant was this big and the giraffe was this big and the monkeys were this big and he and he's do you realize how tanks? big that thing would have to be right you're you're you actually believe that god flooded the whole earth and and okay yeah. so that's easy for you and i because what what do we rely on on that moment you you actually think that god made man it had to be this explosion. It had to be this mm -hmm. evolving. It had, but really, I don't care how good your conspiracy is. In order to make it run, it takes faith at some point. Has to have faith. There's always a gap in it. Every time. You so what? What do you do with the gaps? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. What do you do with the gaps? You know what you do with the gaps. Mm. You walk with God in the gaps. Mm -hmm. That's what you do in the gaps. You you don't try to discover what he's not revealing. Life in the gap. You just trust. So while you're looking, Abraham, for that city whose builder and maker is God, you sleep in a tent. Looking for a city. By faith, you do this. By faith, you do it. And I'm afraid we can outsmart our faith. Yeah. We outsmart the faith. We outsmart paradise. I'm just telling you that I cannot explain to you why. I can doctrinally. Mm -hmm. But I can't explain to you why I can put a man in water, mm -hmm. bury him in water in baptism, invoking the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and God wipes something off of his record in heaven. There's a big gap there. <laughs> there yes. There's a, there's a there's a there's a vortex way between big, that. Way bigger than 911. Yeah. 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 I, I can't explain to you. Again, I can do it doctrinally and mm -hmm. I can do it from the standpoint of faith, but why water? Why not milk? Why not it's because God put it in his word and we believe his word and ultimately Mm -hmm. We come up to that gap, and we walk with him through the gap. That's right. That's what we do. We walk wow. with him through the gap. It's powerful, bro. It's powerful. And if you don't, you become too smart for your own good. You're right. You, 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 you want to be smart enough about that which is good, mm -hmm. but you don't want to be too smart. And you see it, man. For your own good. You know, and without getting into controversy which may would get us more subscribers you don't think we were already in controversy who killed jfk <laughs> anyway man come on it clearly was an inside job <laughs> so we have a dead president and we have the, we have a gun and a gap pretty much i'm cool with that i yeah. got big, i got bigger things to worry about honestly <laughs> anyway sorry i jumped in on you so how about this for conspiracy did anybody actually see Jesus come out of the tomb? Ooh, now there's a gap. That's a prime case. That, that's exactly <laughs> right? what I'm talking about. And that one's covered in scripture. 
to this day, they say someone stole. Right. It was an intentional interjection mm-hmm. by religious hierarchy and political systems to eradicate and undermine the efficacy of the resurrection. <laughs> someone stole him. There is no way Jesus rose from the dead. It's never happened before like that. Yeah. Okay. And you see, you see the disciples grappling with this. Mm-hmm. And here's a perfect example, a comparison contrast, if you will, between discovered truths and revealed truths. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in Luke, you have Mary running to the tomb. The tomb is open and empty. And she, let's read it. Luke 24, 10. It was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James and other women that were with them, which told these things unto the apostles and their words seemed to them as idle tales. Oh, there it is. And they believed them not. So they're like, yeah, no, that can't happen. Right. And these are guys that wanted Jesus to get up again. Mm. This was this was followers of Jesus Christ. They knew Mary, but even when Mary came back and said, "Do you know what I discovered? I discovered an empty tomb. He is risen." That doesn't fit into my set of facts. They went, "Nah, that's not right." And a couple of the guys, the the the, the group began to dissolve. Just to stop, though, she wasn't lying. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. But it was still a discovery. Mm-hmm. It was not a revelation. Mm-hmm. And there is a difference. Do not confuse discovered truth with revealed truth. Wow. So those, a couple of those boys leave and say, man, I'm out. I'm out. We're heading to Emmaus. I can't take any more of Jerusalem. And as they're walking down the road, a traveler joins their 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 posse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and their hearts begin to burn within them. Mm-hmm. And Jesus begins to disclose to them yeah. all of the scriptures, bro, a Bible study that I still would love what to have he, been private. Yeah, what did he say? Beginning with Moses. And he marched his way through the Old Testament turning over stone after stone. Do you realize what he was doing? He was reaching in his pocket, and there was a bunch of secrets in there. Oh, this is the knowledge right here. <laughs> and he was revealing it piece by piece to the point that when they got to their destination, they compelled him and said, please, please, come come, mm-hmm. come on in. Would you, would, you, would you come in with us? And he comes in, and as he breaks bread, whoa, their eyes were open. There, at that moment, it was revealed to them. Jesus is alive. Right. Okay? Because it says they returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together, and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen there. indeed, there he is. and hath appeared to Simon. So it's not fake news. Okay. Yeah. They went back saying the same thing that Mary came to them saying. But Mary had discovered a tomb, and they had... They had experienced the revelation mm-hmm. of a resurrected Christ. Mm-hmm. And now they're coming back with the same message, but there's conviction. There's passion. 
there's and 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 they are communicating it from a different standpoint. When you discover truth, that's one thing. But when it's revealed, mm-hmm. there's a dimension of impact, and you'll fight for revealed truth, and you will hang on to revealed truth, regardless of what the conspirators are saying. Yes, yes, that's right. So do you know what you have to do? You got to walk with him. So if you're at Jerusalem in your life right now, mm-hmm. head for Emmaus. And if your heart starts burning within you, it could, it just could be that God's coming up alongside of you and he's got a pocket full of secrets that he wants to give you. And when you get that revelation, it'll all make sense. It'll all make sense. When he who is perfect is come, that which is in part is done away with. Walk away from the tree and walk with him. And you'll never be too smart for your own good. So who really did kill JFK? I don't know. Do you? Maybe you let us know in the comments. Please don't reply with a bunch of like links. Hyperlinks. Stuff. We're not going to click on them anyways. Hyperlinks. <laughs> Here's what I do know. You just heard a very good podcast. And also I know that we could probably use another rating and another review. On and it. we know yes. you're smart enough to do it. We know you can. We know it. So thanks again for joining us on Kingdom Speak. Wherever you have joined us from today... Follow us on social media. Let us know what you think of Kingdom Speak. We certainly appreciate it. All of our loyal Kingdom Speak family out there. And we will see you again next week for another riveting episode of Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Mm-hmm.